This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Alrighty, welcome back to episode 10, where we're going to continue the conversation that we've been having about productivity. Productivity is absolutely critical, and it's contagious. If you've listened to episode nine, the one right before this, you probably figured out that I really, really am passionate about productivity because of how contagious it can be. But it's so critical for achieving the goals and for you to realize the vision that you've set forth for yourself and for your business. So in this episode, we're going to walk through how to assess, how to take inventory of your productivity, what you're doing today. Essentially, we're going to take a peek Look in reverse and understand what you're doing, where you're spending your time, so that we can then just make small tweaks, maybe a big tweak, but I am a big believer that super small tweaks over time really will help you to understand where you can be optimally productive. So in this episode today, there's going to be a little bit of tough love, there's going to be a lot of strategy and a few ideas to help you remove that sluggish feeling that you have. You may have it one day, you may have it every day, right? But I want to take this away from you so that we can really get into achieving the things that we've set out from a strategic perspective. So I want to start off by sharing that we should differentiate productivity and hustle. Now, this is a little bit of a soapbox that I could get on, so I'm going to shorten it for you, but I want your days to be designed in a way that fits you, specifically you. They're going to have your goals and your priorities at the center of them. That will not be the same for any two people. I can't give you a specific formula. I can't give you a document that says, do this first, do this second, do this last, never do this. We all have a different makeup. We all have different skill sets. We all have a different goal that we're working towards. And so that's why I really want you to look at the patterns of what you're doing today so that we can refine those and get those, the things that you like to do, to get those in an order that makes the best sense for you. Because truly the productive day, the productive day, like imagine that in quotes, the productive day for you is going to look different for every single person. But because I'm focused on getting us productive, that doesn't mean that I want every single second of your day to be occupied with a business task. When we think about that, think about those days because we've been there. Think about the days where every single second was occupied. That is hustle, my friends. That is hustle. And that's definitely not what I want for you on an ongoing basis and because we know it will lead to burnout, frustration, overwhelm, and really we start to contemplate, is this really what we wanted for ourselves? So I'm not looking for long-term hustle here. I will give you a disclaimer. I'm a little bit about the occasional hustle, and I call this seasonal hustle. It has nothing to do with holidays or anything like that. It just means that as an entrepreneur, as a leader of a business, there are going to be times, and I'm not going to pass that over, there will be times where we 
are going to be hustling in a particular season. And so this could be right before a launch. This could be as you're putting out a new product or a new service. It could be a time when you're creating a lot of content and batching so that you can have that relief later. Anyone resonate with that? I so feel like there are times when I'm ready, my body's ready, my family is ready to allow me to hustle. And then there are times where I have to dedicate that attention to something else. And honestly, none of us, and definitely myself included, can stay in a moment of hustle for a really long time. Okay, so how do you know if you're intentionally productive? And when I say intentionally productive, that's the goal here. I'm going to have us audit and take inventory so that we can really see where we're productive, where we have gaps. We're going to do an analysis together. I'm going to walk you through it to make it easy. So let's get started. If you're at all curious, if you're using your time wisely, or if you're feeling like you're in a work slump, this is the number one thing I want you to do. And I want you to do this right now, starting today please do this. Do not pass it over. Don't let this be just another podcast that you listen to that you think, yeah, that's a really good idea. I get it's a good idea. And I'm telling you this because I know the resistance for myself that I have had in doing this, but it is such a healthy exercise. And it's really something that you have to do if you're feeling that sluggish state or that overwhelmed state. So let's get going. Because I know you may not be in that state right now, but you have and you will be again. This is the exercise to do. Ultimately, your job for this exercise is to audit your time Literally, from the time that you sit down to work to the time that you close the doors, whenever that is, whether that's at six o'clock at night, three o'clock in the afternoon, or midnight, this is for you. So you don't have to profess, oh my goodness, I'm so embarrassed because I work all the time. This is literally only going to work if you are super honest in recording what it is that you're going to be doing. I'm asking you to look this over, to record this information for three days, for three business days at a minimum. It will be a better exercise if you can give me five days. But let's start with three because, hey, I've done this before for like nutrition tracking, and it's always fun the first day, but those next couple days get a little bit harder because it's really, I mean, it's another thing you've got to do in the day, but secondly, you may not like what you're writing down. So here's how you're going to do this. First, actually, I've created something specifically for this exercise. You can grab it at theopsauthority.com slash tracker. And this is custom made for this episode for you that that are listening, that are anxious to really understand how to tweak that productivity to get us a few more moments of golden time for you. So this is my task and time tracker. Again, created specifically for this. Go grab it right now. Press pause, grab it, and come back to this. When you sit down at your desk or at your work area, I want you to set a 60-minute timer. And I kind of feel like iPhones are made specifically for this. Maybe just all mobile devices, but I have an iPhone. So you can set a 60-minute timer, and then when it goes off, you just press repeat, repeat, repeat. And you're going to do that for three days, three entire work days, from the time that you sit down to work to, again, the time that you close the doors or close the laptop, whatever it may be. So I would go ahead and get that iPhone set on 60 minutes right now. You're going to want to document what you've been doing for the previous hour. When that bell goes off, look back. 
write down, I want you to document and write down, what did I just do for the last hour? I've given you a couple lines here. And if you're doing this on your own paper, that's perfectly fine too. Think about all of the tasks. So I put this for 60 minutes so that it's not too disruptive. Personally, I would love to see you track every 15 minutes, but I've done this myself and I know that 15 and 30 minute increments are kind of annoying because they're disruptive. So I put this for 60 minutes. Then you're going to want to figure out what category that task belongs to. And if you're using the spreadsheet that I've provided for you, I've added some examples into that spreadsheet. And some of those examples are going to be meetings and planning, content creation, client work, and yes, even scrolling. Because I am an honest person here. I know how many times I sit down at my desk and I'm putting, I'm procrastinating things, I'm putting things off, and all of a sudden I'm on Facebook. Oh, it took me to Instagram. It took me to LinkedIn. LinkedIn. There's a lot of scrolling that can happen, even sometimes just staring at my email box that can be overwhelming. <laughs> so I totally understand that those things happen. And I wanted to make sure that I captured them. I also put in here personal time because I work from home and I bet many of you that are listening to me are at home as well. And even if you're in corporate, but there are times in the day where I take a mental break, where I will go outside and take a walk, where I take my dog out for a break, where I do dishes or take care of some some personal task like calling the doctor and setting up appointments. So I want you to document those things too. They're going to be very important for making those tweaks that we've talked about to improve your productivity. All right, to recap, you're going to use this tracker. You're going to document the task that you've done for the previous 60 minutes. And at that same time, I want you to choose a category in which that task would belong to. Then moving forward, I want you to assign them to a strategic objective. If the term strategic objective is new to you, I want you to refer back to episode five. Make sure to listen to that because that's going to be really helpful in helping you look at the category. So remember, we started with a task. We're categorizing that into a more broad topic, and then we're taking it even broader into a strategic objective or a strategic priority. The next part of this exercise is where the gold is. Don't stop here. Now we're going to analyze the data that you've just pulled together. Are you seeing patterns of time in your day? This is what I'm going to call zone time. This is when you're your most productive. When you sit down and really do the work that you need to get done, that's what I call zone time. And when do you attack the tasks that you've been procrastinating? you probably need to move those to your quote unquote zone time. I want you to allow this intel to help you improve the ideal week, which we talked about in episode number eight. Instead of that ideal week being so idealistic, <laughs> I know it's funny how that works out, but instead of that ideal week really looking like pie in the sky, perfect ideal, now you're going to have data to help you devise a much more strategic and ultimately operable plan, which is what I want for you. At the bottom of the spreadsheet, you're going to see totals for the various categories. So you're going to see where you're spending your time over the course of that day. Is it in the areas where you should be spending time? Does your strategic priority times correlate with the importance for your business right now? Meaning, in the category of visibility, if that's the number one priority for you right now, but you're never working on it, 
then we need to figure that out. Do we need to outsource that? Are you having other people help you with this? Or do you need to come up with some times, maybe you're batching, what is the solution if that's going to be your number one priority? If you're doing a lot of content creation, then I'm going to assume that visibility and product creation, those two objectives will be high on the list. If you've spent lots of hours setting up automations for whatever the process would be after someone purchases your course, then I'm feeling like operations and customer experience are going to be high on your list. It's just a great time to really make sure that what you're doing aligns with what your mission and vision are. It's going to be best if you look at the amount of time over the three days. So any one day is not going to be representative. So this is where I come back to, if you can really give me five days, you're just gonna get better intel that's gonna really help you to make that ideal week a reality. Ultimately, I want you to strive. Your goal is to have that aggregated time and those strategic priorities to align to the prioritization that you set for your business. Going back to the idea that if finances are the most important thing, are you doing things that generate revenue and money for your business? Or are you stuck in doing some other things like product development or growing a team, some of the other things that could be spending money from you? So it's a great tool. It's a great assessment for you to know where your gaps are and how to fill them. So here's a few suggestions. If you're finding yourself frustrated after doing this assessment, I'm telling you this from personal experience. I've done this and looked back and been like, uh... Or I've looked back and been like, ah, I actually really like doing this. Why is this priority so low for me? Should I make it higher? How does that affect my vision? So this is all coming full circle to really all of the episodes that we've talked about and that you've listened to so far. So here's a couple suggestions. The ideal week. So now that you're looking at this, there are just different ways that you can set up an ideal week. So now that you've kind of done this and you've monitored how you perform or how you've been performing, do you want to look at it and say, you know what, I'm going to batch my days. So Mondays and Wednesdays are going to be for this. Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be for this. And Friday is this. Is that the way you want to work? Or is the way you're currently working not a bother to you? You're still achieving productivity in the way that you want, but there's still a few things that you'd like to get done. What I'd like you to look at in that perspective is look at the groups of activities. You're going to have these categories all set out for you. So look at those groups of activities. Can you do all those in one particular day or in one particular time repeatedly every single week? Another idea that I have are get it done days. They're very similar to what other people call CEO days, but I'm all about getting it done. So I think of these as days where I can sit down and do the batched activities that I need for my business. It's nothing about client work. It's nothing about planning. These are all about getting it done. So this may be the day of the month that I am going to invoice people, that I am going to work on those back office things for me, especially if you don't have an operations person in your business and you're solely responsible for that. This is the perfect thing to do. I am a big believer that you've got to pull out specific days to address a lot of those repetitive administrative tasks that pop up. So look over those last three to five days that you've documented, group all those tasks together, 
and set up your first get it done day. By doing this, when you sit down to get to work on your get it done day, you're going to know exactly what you need to do. And if you're like me, I create a card in Trello and I just create a checklist of all of the repetitive things that need to get done. So when those get it done days pop up, I know exactly what I need to do. When you went back to review, do you see yourself jumping in and out of email or in and out of Voxer, Slack, whatever tool you use for your clients? Do you find yourself going back there a lot? I often see that people that are new to business or don't have established expectations and communication practices will really spend a lot of time going in and out. Number one, you're trying to set your business up for success and you want to make sure that your clients are well taken care of. And the perception of a fast response often leads to a lack of productivity for you because there's context switching that's going to happen. I learned about context switching from Todd Herman in like 2016. Context switching is all about moving from two very drastically different tasks and the loss of time and productivity that you have in getting back into your group or back into your zone, as I referred to it earlier. So if you're finding yourself really in and out of all these communication tools, my suggestion to you, especially if you're a service-based provider, is to create an expectations document or an agreement to where when you start working with a client or you're onboarding with them, let them know what your preferences are. So they may not even have a preference, but they have always gone to email, but you don't like email. And every time you get an email, it's a distraction for you. So I want you to understand where you're losing time. And if it's losing time in communications with your clients or with your customers, set up an expectations document. And then also goes without saying, Maybe you should just check email in the morning and at the 12 o'clock hour, or maybe, you know, whatever times work best for you. And then set the expectation with your clients that you may have a, you know, 24 hour response time, or maybe you have an eight hour, whatever works best for you. I'm, I'm definitely not going to set those standards for you, but what are those time frames that are, that should be okay for this, the business that you're in, the industry that you're in? The other thing is personal distractions. And there are times when I am putting off really getting the work that I need to get done. I put that off and I will take personal distractions and put them in their place. So I will magically be folding a lot more laundry. I will all of a sudden want to clean out a junk drawer. I will find myself being distracted by paying bills by doing these things. Now I have to do all of those things, right? They have to get done, but I am really losing productivity in my business by doing those during quote unquote work hours. So a couple things I would encourage us all to do, I'm talking to myself as well, is to set up times. I created a system where every day at 12 o'clock, between 12 and 12.15, I get up from my desk I deal with whatever it is that needs to happen in my house. A lot of times for me is dishes or laundry, and that's the time that I do it. I've got 15 minutes to make a clean, real quick sweep through my house so that I'm set up to work the rest of the afternoon before I go pick up my children from school. The other thing is hiring help, and I know that this is a big ask and a big dream for a lot of you that are listening, but if you're finding yourself being taken away from 
your business because of the home chores and you have the revenue to be able to do it. I think it's a beautiful gift to give yourself. I know it's helped me. I don't have excessive help, but I do have somebody coming to clean the house every two weeks and it just takes the weight off of it. So now that 15 minutes a day, which is really not that much, is spent on doing the critical things for us dishes and laundry. You probably have the same thing. But instead of worrying about the baseboards and the toilets, I know that that's going to be taken care of. And you better bet your bottom dollar that the ROI on me having somebody come in and clean my house is well paying for itself by me being able to take calls, create content, do those high value tasks in my business. The other thing, if you're not ready to hire help, start developing your family to support you too. It doesn't have to fall all on one person and I firmly don't believe that it should. So maybe this is a good time for you to assess the things that you're doing and really give your kids or your partner some feedback on where they could help you out. Maybe everybody takes 15 minutes. If you don't have a, someone to come in and clean your house, then maybe this would be another opportunity for you to do that. Lastly, systems and processes. I can't stress this enough. If you're losing time on productivity, spend time now to document what you're doing every single day. It will make your life so much easier. Alrighty, guys. As we are wrapping up today, I just want to make sure that you know my passion for productivity is super, super high. My gains in productivity have allowed me to be more profitable, run a leaner business. Really, I've seen some significant increases in my own revenue by me prioritizing productivity. And productivity is not a wishy-washy thing. It does change very, very often, but you also have to take the time to do the audit. So I hope today that this has helped you with understanding how to do that audit. Make sure you go to theopsauthority.com slash tracker to download this audit that's going to set you up for success. That is your task for this week. That's your ops activity for this week. I want you to go in there Download that document. Even though there's a lot of things I'd like you to do for productivity, this is the pivotal piece, and this is where it starts. We're going to have a Q&A all about this topic in our private Facebook group that is specific to this podcast. So you can also go to theopsinsiders.com, join us there, and we are going to continue this conversation in that community where you can also host your ops activity of the week, which this week is going to be this task and time tracker. You guys have a great day. Thanks so much for being here. And I look forward to talking to y'all again next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.